0: Welcome to the Clone Saga Chronicles uh, 2.0 feed for, from SpideyDude.com. If you're listening to one of these older episodes, you'll hear references to our Podomatic website and a voicemail number, which is now defunct. So if you're a new listener who just found this uh, podcast, pay no mind to the links that we give out, like CloneSagaChronicles.Podomatic.com or our voicemail number. Enjoy this classic episode of Clone Saga Chronicles.
1: Hi, Cloneheads. I'm Zach Joyner.
0: And I'm not... No, I'm no, I'm Bertoni.
1: I'm, uh... and uh, as you can probably tell by the title of this podcast, this is part two of Maximum Clonage Extravaganza. We do review the last three parts, or as I like to call them, the fail parts of Maximum Clonage. Um, to briefly talk about this, uh, Bertoni.
0: Last episode, if you missed it. Uh... First three parts of Maximum Clonage Recovered and Maximum Clonage Alpha, Web of Spider-Man number 127, and Amazing Spider-Man 404. This episode it's gonna jump right back into the gang, with the addition of Burning Talking Point's host, Walter Bonham, discussing part four, which is Spider-Man number sixty-one, part five, which is Spectacular Spider-Man number two twenty-seven, in which a major player in the clone saga dies. But don't worry, he comes back. <laughs> and, uh, Maximum Clonage Omega. You know, spoiler
1: like, alert! It actually says on the cover.
0: Yeah, big spoiler with with him on the cover. Maximum Clone Joe Mega, you know, which has won the greats right up there with Amazing Fantasy fifteen, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man Number one twenty one, Amazing Spider Man number four hundred. This is
1: this is one of the all time greatest issues of all time.
0: You're 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 going to love their thoughts on this. <sighs>
1: It's called the end of the beginning. That's that's how epic it is, and it's written by Tom Lyle. So that gives you you got the premium writer, and and uh, yeah. So we um, and it's edited. Little...
0: One of the editors is or is is the guy who's running DC right now. So you know it's going to be awesome.
1: Actually, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, at that point, it was still Bobby uh, Bulinski, but but who's who's? Then you know, I lied. You you you.
0: <laughs> i've been I, continuity corrected by zach Jordan.
1: well i believe at this point it, we were they were in the transition period but yeah well uh we're gonna cover a lot of that we're also gonna cover some behind the scenes stuff that was going on and really dig deep into that and there, of course all, as always a big special thanks to the guys of, uh that wrote life of riley and uh andrew gortez and glenn greenberg so without further ado we take it away to the uh gang
0: for let's hope that they can all stay awake
1: yes let's hope let's hope nobody falls asleep during this episode entitled maximum Cludge. omega whoa i don't think i even want to hear your story all of you must hear the Scarlet spider story my name is ben riley related to this reality's peter parker how i'm his clone or maybe he's my clone we're not sure I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. You see! I really clones! I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity. I Dyed my hair and changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero, the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry.
2: But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic
1: structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news pushed Peter Parker over the edge. Now he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. It gets worse. Why didn't you
3: just tell me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. you are coming apart. Spider-Man number 61, Maximum Clone is part four, Heading Toward Omega. Yes, that's right. It's called Heading Toward Omega, even though it's not for like two more issues or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, written by, it's written by Howard Mackey, penciled by Tom Lyle, inked by Chris Ivey, and colored by Kevin Tinsley, who, of course, is also the dude that covers, that colors a uh, web of Spider-Man.
4: I don't, know, I don't know how he
3: colored two books in one month every, every month. That's kind of.
1: Oh, trust me. He doesn't cover, color the big book.
4: Well, <laughs> I think so. Um,
3: okay. Anyway. So uh, Ben is fighting that huge clone army that we saw at the end of the, the previous issue, which, by the way, is as an aside, where did they all get costumes from? I mean, I understand they all just came out of, like, a clone pod or whatever, but does he have, like, a costume replicating machine that can also dress them at the same time? Or so? I don't know. Or do they come out with clothes on or something? So anyway, Ben is outnumbered, so, of course, like any reasonable person, he then turns around and tries to escape. Uh, meanwhile, Mary Jane arrives at her apartment, where she finds Kane is there, looking at pictures and angsting over the fact that, over what decisions Peter has made recently, where he's sort of taking the Shackle side. Back at the lab, Jackal assigned Spider-Man to go find that Gwen Stacy clone that we last saw at the end of a Spectacular number 225 that sort of just walked off and nobody was looking. And he gave him her address <laughs> to find her. I don't know where he got the address from either, but again. Google. A, whatever, whatever is useful to the plot, it seems like the Jackal can do it. Um, several of the clones <laughs> catch up to the Scarlet Spider, and of course their fight, they, they get into a small fight, and they bust through the wall of the building. And Ben just sort of has a, a realization like, oh, look where I am. But, of course, that's a mini cliffhanger. They won't show you immediately. Kane details his origins to Mary Jane, and he explains how he sort of watched over Peter for, for that whole time because he saw him as a brother being, that he, brother, being that he was also a clone just like he was, and sort of resented Ben for being the original. However, he, now he resents Peter because Peter sort of abandoned the life he's built to go take the side of the jackal. The Jackal opens up a bunch of pods where they have Gwen Stacy clones, and then he makes them degenerate for some reason. This is one odd page that I don't think seems to even really fit. But
4: I think what happened was that once, like they immediately degenerated, that they were, they were so filled. But the question is, if he successfully cloned Gwen before, why can't he just do it again?
3: Yeah. Also, they are all fully dressed and they come out of the pod. Again, where are these clothes coming from? Um, <laughs> so anyway, it Spider-Man finds the Gwen clone, who willingly agrees to go to the Jackal because they have unfinished business, dun-dun-dun. Back at the apartment, Mary Jane convinces <laughs> him to stop the Jackal, where, they, where he, she sort of invokes his inherent uh, Parker-esque sense of responsibility and basically guilts him into going back to fight the Jackal and to help uh, Peter and Ben. Uh, meanwhile, Ben realizes where he is, Finally, that he's at the the, the factory where the smokestack was that the clone was thrown into, which sort of makes you wonder how he got there in the first place without actually knowing what the building is. <laughs> <was. laughs> <laughs> he gets broken out of the building, looks up, and is like, oh, look where I am. While, you know, at the beginning of Amazing, he just sort of appeared there. I mean, did he walk through like a temporal warp zone? Or There's no explanation for it, really. <laughs> yeah, it the sonic It's headshot. magic. We so- don't
4: have to explain it. It's science you to explain.
3: <laughs> and, and then, of course, like while he's standing there like a slack-jawed idiot looking up at the smokestack, mm-hmm. he, <laughs> enormous army of clones chasing him, so of course they jump him as he's just standing there outside, and they jump through the big hole that he had there, and they all sort of start tackling him and stuff. But Kane arrives just in the nick of time to help Ben fight the clone, and they stand back-to-back, ready to make a stand in the next issue. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Walter, we'll go back to you because you usually give the shortest amount of thoughts. <laughs> I
4: wonder what they'll be. I know what they're
1: trying
2: to do with Ben and with Peter. They're trying to push Ben forward so Peter will fade to the background. That was the whole purpose of the story, sort of to wrap things up. This is where things started to go wrong. Really, really. Really bad, amped up With to an eleven. 11.
3: He gave an issue an X, He gave another issue a Y, and this is where it started going wrong. <laughs> it, it's
2: the army of clones. At, at. Why, it? It's Gwen clones, Peter clones. This is one of the stories. In the, it, probably looked good on paper, and when they saw it in. When the art and all that's done, they probably sit there and say, "This never be published." Why it got published?
4: Yeah, the, the, the paper they rolled the joint with. <laughs> the,
2: the Jack Daniels ran freely, and Marvel published this thing. So I'm gonna give it a negative F.
4: <laughs> this is builds. Negative letter. What will he think of next? Is it do like like you know in tests like when you have multiple choice and you run out of letters so you A A B B C C, like double. Yeah.
3: I, I, I had a I had a teacher who taught me military science in high school. Yes, I went to a high school that has military science as a course. Don't ask. And uh, he would always <laughs> say, "There's no such thing as multiple choice. It's multiple guess." And
2: apparently, that's what they use for the maximum clonage.
3: <laughs> you can just imagine they had some kind of giant wheel. Uh, they were just search spinning like, that and they just throw these things They're like alright alright alright, let's see if it lands on, you know, clone, 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 clone. It lands on like, you know, army of clones. I'm like, wait wait, army? Who put that in there?
2: Well, I did one thing I did like is the Mary Jane's interplay with Kane in this issue. Uh I think we saw a final a more for more development of the character of Kane to more of diphthongs anti-hero not trying to be a full-blown vil- villain sort of a m- misunderstood character that sort of lost his way that mary jane kind of helped put him back on a path of redemption which would have been interesting if they would have ended it here to see where they would have taken the character grant he gets beat up by tw- beat up by 12 year old girls now but that's no
1: big deal i can't no
3: Mm. Hey, 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 not, that, not that's, a, that's a raw nerve that you brought up. Kelly Kelly's <laughs> the one who, uh, you know, finished them off. And then them no, like no, I had no problem
1: things. with the. I didn't have no problem with the way Kelly wrote him, uh, but anything was better than the ways Wells wrote him. Uh, God, it was awful. Silly! What? Can what? But we'll review that later. We're, we're, we're going to review all that in a later episode. Anyway, <laughs> okay,
4: <laughs> Donovan, your thoughts? Um, I had a question, a, a serious question. Uh, near the near the beginning of the uh, of the book, Sp- Scarlet Spider says, you know, um. These guys are all over the place, and it's even worse because, <laughs> as we all know, our, since we both have spider sense, our spider sense catches each other out. Um, seriously, like, when, when was that? Like, did I seriously miss that, or did they, are they pulling that out of their uh, behinds?
3: That, that, that came out of their doodoo hole. I don't know where that
4: came from. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, well, okay, okay, seriously. I, I actually, I got to say, I, I kind of been down on Tom Lyle in the past. I really love the art in this issue. I honestly do. I don't know if if that's going to make you guys disagree or Walter jump out the window or anything, but uh, I thought the art was very, very good. I think this issue and the issue um, where it was like, you know, the shadow man, the shadows, looking at the man in the shadows, looking at the man in the shadows, were both good examples of what Tom Milo can do. I still don't like how he draws Mary Jane off to a hair appointment every single time with a stupid jacket, but I, I, I I don't like Peter's long hair. I never do. But um, I, I really like the posing. I really, I really like the inking and coloring. I thought that was really dynamic. Um, what else do I got? Like there's, one page? Uh, the page where where Kane does his exposition, expositional origin story, on that on that two page splash with all the flashback panels and the very the very last panel, is that supposed to be Kane? He looks like he's drawn like Sylvester Stallone, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Oh, uh, Stallone! No, it's his uh, clothes cool and everything. You yeah. know.
3: Mary okay, Jane, you,
2: Mary Jane, I did it! Sorry.
4: <laughs> you mentioned the, the weirdness of the clones. Um, like, with, they all have web shooters. They all have the costumes. You got to think, either Jekyll just actually like, made all this stuff up and had way too much time on his hands, or convenience for the plot was the word of the day. Speaking of convenience for the plot, Gwen Stacy is like, I've been waiting for you. I knew you'd be here. I've been wanting to meet him. How long has it been since that issue where we laughed about her and um, Warren Miles, Miles Warren, that guy? Uh, not not you, Walter, but uh, the, 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 <laughs> the <laughs> name changing t- Gwen and Warren. Because, like, you do know, think it's been, like, I don't know, maybe a few days, if not a week, and she's sitting there like, I've been waiting for you. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> it would be, be better written if she was, like, I don't know, popping popcorn in the microwave and says, oh, I, I expected this or whatever. But she's, like, literally sitting there. In silhouette, like she's like the big boss of an, of a crime syndicate, like we meet again, Mister Bond. And it was just weird, and the I don't know. The last thing I have is like Kane listening to um, Mary Jane. <laughs> He's like you know, you're right, Mary Jane. I will do the right thing, and then he jumps out and breaks her window. Thank you so much. Uh, like, could you at least open it up? Like like you don't see Spider Man doing that.
2: Mackie at his best. <laughs> Glenn in, Glenn <laughs> enters the door and goes, Norman. <laughs> oh, it's you. I was looking for a guy in green. Going to the jackal? Oh, he's green too, so let's go see him.
4: Yeah. I mean, this, the one thing that calls me about uh, – I, w- I want to say real quick, like like you see a lot of Kane there's a lot of examples in the cl- original concept of Cain acting heroic or at least doing things that, with, with noble intentions or at least like doing the right thing like he is right now. So it always bugged me in The Grim Hunt where he's like, don't rob me of my hero moment, Parker. I'm a bad guy. I've always been a bad guy. But I'm going to do this one good thing once in my life. And it just reiterates the fact that those guys obviously have never written the, written the, or read the issues. But, um, I mean, there's a lot no. of one aside. It wasn't very – it wasn't as offensive as, as we're going to say it will get. I'm going to give this a, a flight. Oh. You know, this issue was – okay, this issue wasn't great. Um, but the writing wasn't so sucky sucky awful, and I really like the art, so I'm going to give it a flat C. Well, thank you.
1: This artwork, one of the better Tom Lyle issues, but the nonsensical plot, <laughs> <laughs> I, it just – it really – um, I just – I can't – I can't uh, – I can't describe that. Uh, th- there's no reason for the ma- the clones to be around there's no reason to to uh <laughs> there's no reason for the for the I, I just th- this was really kind of a waste of space you know what I'm saying it's like oh yeah, we're building to the next issue and we still got clones running around instead of resolving it then oh we really have another book we need to put out so uh it's like half an issue you know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm. be like Mark Millar wrote it. Yeah. So I just, you know, I really liked the opening splash page. I thought that was a really good spot. Spiderhead.
4: <laughs> He's like, oh <"Aw>, crap. <laughs> yeah. Hoodie. So... Shut up. Okay. Um,
1: I just, yeah, like I say, this was this was like a half an issue, and it it was okay. The artwork was good, so I'm gonna give this a D. <laughs> Wow. You said a D? Or a, a D. A D. D isn't dog.
3: Okay, oh, yeah. I about to say what? D isn't damn. D isn't dog, that's Yelps. I mean, Zach re- pretty much hit it on the head. I mean, this, this issue is like filler, just a fill time between um, ASM and Spectacular. And really, not even between, just between ASM and Omega, because Spectacular kind of has a little bit of this too. The Spider Clone Army, irritating the reveal of Jackal's hideout or whatever, we knew we saw that two issues ago. That shouldn't have been a reveal of anything. Like, mm-hmm. um, where the costumes come from? Where did the web shooters come The Jackal must have been, you know what happened, I think? I think the Jackal somehow got his hands on those replicator machines from Star Trek. You know, the ones where you're like, Earl Grey, what? And then, like, your tea will just come out? I, I think that's the same thing. He just ordered up, like, a 1000 D. Web, Spider-Man costumes and web shooters and stuff. Although the the one nice thing about the issue was, I think I think that that Kane Mary Jane scene was very good. Like Walter hit that one up. Um, I, I like that a lot because mainly because for once we finally get a clear explanation of who Kane is, why he's doing what he's doing, and ultimately what what's gonna lead to his redemption at least in this part of the story.
4: Because spoilers. He so is killed. <laughs> Or does he?
3: Because um, <laughs> he really doesn't. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just ruined it. yeah.
4: Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I'll
3: give this one a D
4: minus. Okay. This is hey, not the game to get raised.
1: This is death. Yeah, I told you this was going to be full fail. Okay. Um, and to give the rundown of Spectacular Spider-Man number 227 is Donovan.
4: It Do doesn't that? be my destiny. Oh yes, this episode, this issue opens up with a splash page of Charles Spider leaping over. No joke, two two Spider-Man clones headbutt each other like like they were at a at a at a at a master concert or whatever. Jason, <laughs> he was here.
1: no 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 no, it's more like demolition derby. I know. Instead of it being two no. two people, it's two cars.
4: No,
3: no no, remember that episode of The Simpsons where they where the Simpsons Gene. Where the, where the men would just put on pots on their heads and just run at each other and collide. Yeah, yeah.
4: Like... <laughs> exactly. Well, well, well it, this is weird because, like, the, the, the splash page, literally like the Spider-Man clones ran into each other. Then the next page, oh, oh actually, Kane head them together. But Kane's in nowhere in the first page. Okay, that's actually more of a review, so. Back to the synopsis. Um, Spider-Man, uh, Sp- Scarlet Spider and Kane are battling the clones and this issue is she was very, very jumpy, so we cut to Mary Jane fiddling with Peter's web shooters and, and spider tracers, saying that she's going to con- activate all of them at once to get Peter back to wherever he is because she's still – I mean, the last time she saw her, he was he was too busy smacking her and running out the window. Uh, cut to Peter and, and Gwen Stacy swinging across the building where the signal of the spider tracer system is his spider sense tenfold. And he says, you know, that was Mary Jane. She must be in trouble. You know, my, I gotta go to my wife. And Gwen's like, what, wait, wait, you're married? And she says, you better go now, Buster. Cut to uh, the Jekyll and Spider side going over the guy who was in um, on the alpha issue, who didn't die from the carry on virus. And they're like, we have to study this man. Cut to Scar Spider and Kane fighting the clones. And Scar Spider is noticing that these guys aren't talking or even saying anything. But wait, that's why, because they're too busy melting. They're starting to decompose, and it looks awful. I should have mentioned that this issue was um, drawn by Sabi Sima and, and inked by our lovely um, Sienkiewicz. Uh, st- Sienkiewicz, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I know the name. S- s- inked by Sienkiewicz. We cut to, oh, oh actually, like, yeah, Kane's actually saying, oh, they're melting, huh? Well, we can kill them easily. So he starts, like actually u- using his full effort and destroying these guys by a by a punch. Scar says, even if they're clones, they, they're still alive. I'm looking proof of that. So you can't just kill them. There must be another way to stop them. There's a funny panel of Scar Spider like, no, 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 dude, no. You don't want to do this as he's getting ganged up by all these clones. Cut to um, Spider-Man and the Gwen Stacy clone arriving at Mary Jane's, or Peter Mary Jane's house. We see Gwen Stacy and saying, Mary Jane! I'm uh, <laughs> No, shouldn't say that. But Gwen, Mary Jane says, Gwen, and she says, I'm not Gwen, I'm the clone. But it's so good that you're here with Peter. I'm glad you guys um, finally got, got, came together. i always considered you, my best friend, Mary Jane says, as she grabs her by the head. I have a hunch we could both be the best friend right now. And Gwen says, the very best friend. Cut to a full page splash of them making out furiously.
1: Oh, stop. That's not what happens. <laughs> okay, that
4: doesn't happen. <laughs> I could not resist. We cut back to the, the battle between Kane, Star Spider, and the Spider clones, as they are just... Tearing the place apart, and they're they're even dropping on the the room that the jackal is in. This is this is getting very confusing. Cut to the to the new warriors. Somehow they they see scar spider on a monitor web swinging, but I don't. This 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 is always this, this this may be something that is explained in the actual comic book of the new warriors, but I don't know how they they can see scar spider swinging around, but they do. Um, they say something that's not really aven- adventurous. We cut to spider side in the in a laboratory. Updating files of the guy that they captured, and then revealing to us, um, the Jackal, actually, I'm on Scarey's side now. Jackal's like, well, we can't be having that. So he snaps. Like, think back to the web issue where he snapped and the, the the Jack clone degenerated, but that doesn't happen because Sakura Blue removed my gen- degeneration factor. I question how, but before he can kill the Jackal, Kane comes in and bat- starts battling his Spider side. We cut back to Scar Spider fighting more clones, trying to convince him, you guys have real lives. Don't do this. Don't listen to Jackal. Be more like Peter Parker. He has a real life, and so can you. He unmasks him, and we see Clayface. A, we don't see Clayface, but we see a mud creature, basically mud. And Ben is disgusted. He's like, oh my God, Kane was right all along. This is horrible. I, and he just loses his lunch all over the floor. We cut back to the battle between Sp- Spider Side and Kane. At the worst possible time, King has a vision of Mary Jane dying again, but he sees ever more closely the silhouette of the man responsible. He sa- he recognizes it, but we don't see it. And he says, oh, God, not him. Why would well, it have to be him? And in the middle of that, Spider-Side impales him with a with a, <laughs> uh, I think of, I think of sci- uh, machinery and science and a full-page splash. Star-Spider sees it and says, you sick psych- psychotic murderer. You killed him in cold blood. As if, you know, that's surprising to villains. Jackal closes up to Kane as, and Kane's last He says, Why did you do that? Why? Cain says, You gave me life. That's it? Pathetic. So so Jekyll's still a douche. Spider side and Kane battle more as the man who was captured with a weird haircut who survived the caron virus starts to starts to stir around and actually breaks out of his cell. Some machinery falls over and Scarlet Spider sprains his ankle and is He's not not cut under the machinery, um, if this be my Destiny style, but he is injured. Jekyll says he's off to destroy the world with his army of clones, but before he does, he snaps his fingers once again, and a bunch of mud creatures get all over Scarlet Spider, as we're told that maximum clones shall conclude in Spider-Man Omega. Be there, or be square. Walter?
2: Uh, uh, I like playing hopscotch, but I don't like reading it. It's very jarring of the transition changes, aren't there? Yes. They need to settle. This book jumped around too damn much. You got confused too damn easily. And it still didn't make a lick of sense. Really. I mean, you got mud creatures, you got Kang being impaled by. Spider-Side, Super-Scrawl dude. You got Mary Jane and Gwen being buddy-buddy, which I – whatever. (laughs) It sucked. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to give this honest-to-God grade of a D-minus because I do like Sal DeSema's art
4: what little there is to recognize of it. Yeah.
1: What? Look, I, <laughs> I, I like Tom DeVa and Sal Buscemi as much as anybody, but good God.
2: Uh-huh. He, I like Sal Buscemi's art, so that's the only reason I give it a D minus.
1: Uh, uh, okay. For dumb. Okay. For dumb. Okay. <laughs> for dumb. <laughs> <laughs> George, what's your thoughts?
3: I thought, sorry, this issue sure blows. Um... <laughs> 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 awesome. First of, all, the best thing, first of all, the best thing about this issue is it's issue number 227, so I immediately thought of the theme song from the sitcom 227. Does anybody remember that? No. Not
1: at all. No. What?
3: None of you saw Oh, you have no soul. So this is the part where
4: Bertone will play that over the, over us talking.
5: Yeah.
4: There's no place like home to
3: your family's around. I don't know. Oh, right, okay. And, uh, one little interesting little miscellaneous note that I'm surprised you didn't hit, Zach. Cause this is about the point where uh, Danny Fingeroth basically was like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> "Actually, no, he does. He's, he's not in the credits in this issue. But this he's is, in the credits in the Omega issue."
3: Yeah, this is the issue that I noticed that his credit wasn't there, and I guess that this is about the point where he's about to leave, was leaving or something. But um, whatever. Um, the, they give an explanation for that sort of backhand that Peter gave Mary Jane last issue, and I know well, they don't
4: explain it. They just like reiterate the fact that he hit her and not accidentally hit her.
3: No, no, they deliberately make a point of saying like, you know, well, well, you, you know, you barely saw me. He was in a rage and blah blah blah. Like they actually go and explain it somewhat in depth. And I know Bertone, if he was here, would just be screaming, "It's a rocket! It's
5: a rocket! It's a rocket!"
3: Because yeah, that's exactly what he sounds like. After all, um, but I, I I like that they at least I mean they must have been aware that that was going to be a problem, so they immediately went to try to make it a uh, cover their asses, kind of make an explanation for it. Yeah. Um, DeFalco, like he always does, he gets another shot in there. Did, did I? Don't, did you guys notice this? He he, gets, he takes a shot at what their I guess Marvel's executive structure was at the time. I'll give i give you the quote. He says, "I'm a supervillain intent on eradicating
4: mankind, not some sniveling corporate executive who's trying to justify a bad quarter." I caught which, that, but I, I it didn't click to me that was that was any like comment.
1: Oh yeah, because this is this is right right. Before, this is the first downsizing, and there yeah. would be at least two more, I think. Uh, during the Clone Saga.
3: Yeah, this is like the, the the third or fourth time I think we've noted that Defalco is either taking a shot at like the marketing department or their power structure or stuff. I love when he does stuff like that cause, I mean let's be honest, Tom Defalco is not the kind of dude that's gonna start slagging people in interviews and stuff like that. He's gonna let his writing <laughs> do all the shots for him. I thought that was really well.
1: And I th- I think he's obviously was probably frustrated because, um. He had just been. I mean, think about it. How long have we been? This is. Uh, what was the first issue? What two sixteen? So they've been. It's been about almost a year since he's been deposed as editor in chief, and since then it's been nothing but chaos. And I think the frustration is is coming out through his writing.
3: Oh yeah, by the way, this is also the first month I noticed that it has the. Uh Marvel Spider-Man group logo instead of the Marvel Comics logo on the covers. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but that was. Just... Uh, do I do. Know... Do you mean like with the Spider-Man head? Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Spider-Man head I think was there before, but this is the one that they actually. No,
1: no. The Spider-Man head was debuted with Spider-Man Group. Really? Huh. I'm pretty sure.
3: Okay, I'll take your uh,
1: word. For... I'll double check while we're while we're talking.
3: But anyway, uh, and the other thing I thought was, again, more unintentional hilarity, like Don pointed out. When Mary Jane and Gwen are, like, talking to each other, it totally looks like they're about to start sucking faith. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. but then I remembered, oh, the comics code. That's not going to happen. Damn it. Why couldn't you <laughs> But, man, Kane has that – this is, like, the third time in, issue in a row where Kane has that vision and he's like, oh, my God, I see who it is. And I'm like, like, you saw it the last two times. Why does this is keep happening? Really? Yeah. This is like the – it keeps happening over and over again where he keeps seeing Mary Jane's death and then keeps remarking like – Like, I see some new information, but it's, I don't know. (laughs) If we've established already kind of by, uh, like, circumstantial evidence that Fingeroth is on the way out, surprise, surprise, the books are starting to contradict each other more and more often.
5: Hmm.
3: I mean, it doesn't take a genius to put two and two together and figure out that the the teams are starting to get a little fractured and things are starting to go to all hell with the the clones. When they die, they turn into Dookie. <laughs> <laughs> like they just turn into like diarrhea doo-doo, and then it's like melting their costume. I mean, what the hell is that? And then when Kane gets impaled, he doesn't. Oh, of course.
1: Well, no, he got he gets uh, he gets fixed up by the, the by the, the the pod.
3: Okay, but it, it, he doesn't. They don't stick him in the pod right away. I mean, he is on the ground with a giant hole in his chest and dead, so he should have degenerated instantaneously and begun to melt, like those other ones that yeah. turned into that's in the why, same-
1: that's That's why the uh, the Ben Riley death didn't make any sense to anybody. <laughs>
3: yeah. And then the other thing that I actually wrote in all caps in my notes here, the ankle sprain of doom.
1: <laughs> yeah, because that
3: because that was edge
1: that edge. was not hit over the head in the next issue. But okay.
3: <laughs> oh, it. my ankle wanted just falls down. <laughs> it's like, it's <laughs>
4: like what a female like, track star would, would complain about. Not not Spider Man. Yeah, I know.
3: What the hell? Oh man, this issue was is terrible. But but again, <laughs> the hilarity <laughs> prevents it from getting an F. So I'm giving this a D minus again.
1: Okay, D minus. Do you have all these? Do you have all these grades written down?
3: Yeah. Okay. I, I, I mean, I have them all in my giant, big spreadsheet of Clone Saga grades, copyright 2010,
1: Okay, send me in the Skype chat the uh, the grades, so that way I'll. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna run them down here in a minute.
3: Inside baseball. Okay,
1: um,
3: Don. I have to type these out though; they're in numbers and it's a spreadsheet. Ugh. Ugh. Sorry, <laughs> uh, Don. What's your thoughts?
4: Um, okay. First off, the, the the opening splash page is, like, one of the stupidest things ever. Like, I'm not kidding. I, I said this before, but, like, the image is Scarlet Spider leaping heroically over two guys, like, like, mashing each other in the head. <laughs> and that's, that's, that itself that is, like, incredibly dumb. But then, like, the next panel, it's like, oh, it's oh, it's Kane, Kane like, you know, headbutting them. But it's not, like, it, but it's not played to be, like, uh... Like symbolism or anything, and the first no thing arms.
1: is you see no arms.
4: You see no body. You see no body. You see no background, first of all. But I don't. I don't. I don't. Understand. The science doesn't add up. Um, <laughs> of course
1: not. Of course. Not.
4: The arts was really. There's that one. The, the page where Spider-Man is like losing his mind because of the spider sense and everything, where he's swimming with with Gwen. The majority of his webs are missing. And it's not like he's that far away where he couldn't draw them. They're, they're just gone. I thought that was like – I have been sticking up for Bissema and Sakevich, but even that was like to my like, – even at the most generous, I thought that was awful. Uh-huh. I, there's so many times that exposition is handed the characters without a, a, any logic. When they can know that, P, that that Ben was the real one and that Peter was the clone exactly again, I, I think i asked that before, but
1: – We don't know. What? Okay, but Kane's Kane's one of those characters. He he's stalking in the shadows. So
4: so so he finds out for no
1: reason. Yeah.
4: When here's an even bigger question that, that just that just flips my burgers. When okay, I guess I guess we couldn't. I guess this could be explained. But when did <laughs> I really don't like this? When did Spider Side A learn that he had a dis- deconstruct or a destructive manual in his own cellular structure? And when did Stryer remove it? Like he just like, oh, I I knew this, but I got him to take it out. That's like the worst comic writing ever.
1: This was really phoned in, I think, by DeFalco. This is by far DeFalco's worst ever book that I think. Was
4: pathetic ever. writing. It's, it, it's literally like like Jackal's like, oh, well, we can't be having that. Snap. And he's like, actually, it's gone. Seriously, like like that. That's something like a ten-year-old write. The, oh, oh speaking, speaking of 10-year-old nonsense, the whole unmasking the clones and then being like, like either mud or excrement and then, then throwing up was... It was so... This this is all a slow burn to the Omega issue, but this is so sad. It's so pathetically bad. It, it's just... It was kind of entertaining. I liked... I love, I love Gerard's analysis where he just points out the really ridiculous stuff. Um... Cain dying, there's like no drama because A, it's spoiled on the cover. And B, like Jackal just treats him like a piece of piece of crap. Like, ah oh you care about me, well I, well, I don't care about you. And oh and, and the, the big the big twist, the big shock ending, the big cliffhanger is Ben being swallowed up by Clayface. Or or at least the clay clones. See, tune in, that's the clones like concludes. That's the only reason you will read the issue because it will end. This issue sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Uh,
1: oh, wow. I wrote
4: down, I wrote down a, D plus, a but, D plus. But 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 I'll I'll give it a D minus just because I, as I'm going over it it's just so so stupid.
1: <sighs> okay. By far. The artwork. You know I talked about how the artwork was uh good in the first three parts. Yeah. And it was it was good in the first four parts, let's, let's be honest. Lyle, Lim or Ron Lim. Uh,
4: it was. It didn't suck.
1: Yeah. The guys and I, I think the, our our team in the first four parts were good. The last four parts. Yeah. The last two parts. Not so much. And this was this was fail number one. Um. By far. Far and away, completely and utterly. cabbage did not need to do this. <laughs> Sin <laughs> um, Sienkiewicz drags this book down.
3: Now, some people will say, well, well you know uh, – uh, oh, well, when, when did Bill Clinton start talking oh, That's about what it? I said. <laughs> when <laughs> did Bill Clinton start talking
1: about it? No, i tell you right now. It's like when, when you take a good artist like Buscema and you pair him up with a guy that is a good artist in his own right – By himself, he's not a good inker. By he doesn't do his inking did nothing to advance to advance the art. In fact, it, it made it worse. Uh, you can tell that uh, Busima and DeFalco are both phoning it in, completely phoning it in. This is this is far and away the worst phoning it in I've seen in a very long time. Um, that I would see for a very long time because I, I read this a couple years ago and I was thinking, oh, this this book sucks. Okay. D is for me because number one the transitions are so jarring. Um, he didn't stick with the scene and run with it. It was like oh page, page one, scene. Page two different scene. Page three different scene. We're going back to scene. It was like A, B, A, B, C, A, B, C, A, B, C, A, B, C. A, B, C. very formulaic, very idiotic. And I love you, Tom DeFalco, but you sucked in this issue. Um, <laughs> Tough love. Uh, D minus. Minus. <laughs> so, okay, going into the the final chapter of this book. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> let my um, suffering end. Please. Yeah, the suffering. Oh, it's suffering, not over it's yet. yet. <laughs> All right, let me do the uh, the review of the grades. In alpha, Zach gave it a C. Don gave it a D. Gerard gave it a C plus, And Walter gave it an F. I know you gave it an X, but for the sake of continuity grade. An F. Webb, Zach gave it a D. Don gave it a D-. And Gerard gave it a D-. And Walter gave it an F. Amazing! Zach gave it a C. Don gave it a B. Gerard gave it a C-. And Walter gave it an F. <laughs> can be. Adjectiveless. Zach gave it a D. Don gave it a C. Gerard gave it a D-. And Walter gave it an F. what's doing
4: more that, a D-.
1: Oh, no, no, wait. Yeah, he gave it a D- on adjectiveless, Just for the game part. Yeah. Um, spectacular. Zach gave it a D-. minus. Don gave it a D-. And Gerard gave it a D-. And, well. Walter gave it a D- because of
4: the uh, yeah. art. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, everybody gave it D minuses across the board. And now the final chapter Omega. Oh boy. Oh, yes. This is this is the one issue that I think we've we've dogged upon the entire run of the show. And we've alluded to it and um, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, Maximum Clonage conclusion. The end of the beginning. Story by Tom Lyle, breakdowns by Robert <laughs> Brown. Roy B- Bernadine, Mark Bagley, and Tom Lyle finishes, aka inkers. Sam Sam De La Rosa, Randy Imberlin, R- Roy Bernadine, <laughs> Al Milgram, and Scott Hanna. Letterers Rosen and C- uh, Crispy. I think that's how you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, colors by John Caltz Uh, with but, but what John is. Uh, he was with Malibu because remember Marvel had bought Malibu at the time, so they're bringing in those guys. Editors Danny Fingeroff and Bob Bobulinski.
2: That many people is fucking <laughs> <and> sucked. <laughs>
1: okay, all right. <laughs> oh yeah, bleeped. Okay, <laughs> we 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 pick with uh, Bryn Riley being attacked by goo. Um, and somehow, for no apparent reason, Spider Side's there. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Do should I stay or should I go now?" And he ends up leaving. Ben's continuing continuing to fight the goo. Um, continuing to fight, he he, <laughs> he fights the goo with uh, his, his mask is partially torn. So you see his you see him gritting his teeth. Finally, he he breaks free of the goo, which. But then we cut to Mary Jane and Peter and Gwen. And a scene that just makes absolutely no sense.
4: My nice. eyes. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, so, like, seriously... Um, Mary Jane's making. You got Peter. He's crouching down. You got Gwen's like is like the good devil. Is like the devil and, and, and Mary Jane's like the angel. And they're like b- bickering back, back and forth with each other. Then we switch. Cut to the TV, and uh, we have little Jacks running around. Swear to God, the little imps that were running around. It's like amped up. Remember, this is all amped up to an eleven. <laughs> yeah, all these guys. Uh, we have these newscast. We, we zoom in on a newscaster. He's been, re- I guess, he's been replaced by a clone. Um, and then, he, you know, we have uh, Jackal on top of the Daily Bugle for no apparent reason with a bomb. Um, Squire shows up, and then on top of that, you have got Spider Side working for Squire, which is actually what what Jackal says. Hey,
4: S- Spiderside, you're working for Squire?
1: <gasps> Wait, why
4: do you work for Squire? Like, yeah. do, you, do you like? Are you Are you getting
1: something? paid out from under the table? I don't know. Um, we cut to then, you know, Peter, Peter and Gwen trying to sneak into the lab, the security system. Um, he, he tells Gwen to get out of here by pushing her because you know he likes to smack people. Um,
4: Women especially.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you know we got Peter fighting fighting through the defenses, breaks the uh, con- computer control panel. Scarlet's finally making it down to the uh, to the Daily Bugle. Talks to Jonah. Jonah's like, rawr, 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 rawr. got Mary Jane with making making a a <laughs> swear to God. Yes, <laughs> Peter's s- secret spider room has some extra web cartridges. So well, here's I can actually con- tri- contribute for a change. No more hapless bystander Mary Jane, um, and she makes like this makeshift web shooter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> cut hardly to, hardly cut hardly to this giant page, which for reason uh, you got. Spider Side, who's like back up to his abnormally large levels again, like smash like going all Hulk Smash on on Jackal and Ben, <laughs> and Jackal's like, woohoo! Yeah, that was a perfect time. You got some questions for me? Ask away! Ha <laughs> ha. Um, yeah, I know. And, 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 he, and then, of course, we hear the Ankle of Doom, the wet bandage, it dissolved, because during this whole entire mess of a, of a, of a story, we have been saying, well, my ankle hurts. Oh, my ankle hurts. <laughs> my ankle hurts. Um, <laughs> and he's like, then you got Spider-Side. spider still out all hulked out, because, remember, he can control his molecular structure. And he's like, uh, what are you doing? Stop it. And... Uh,
4: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> the jackal dissolves the wall. Okay. And how they explain this because you don't actually see this. The old secret under the co- under the coat trick side, my boy. Yeah, he calls him Side because that's cool. We want to give him a nickname. I mean, free hey kids. All right. Um by the way, most of this artwork for this this entire part of the story is a cross between um a it's like a horrible marriage between a savage dragon issue with Eric Larchin in it and Mark a- – a- and um, somebody trying really hard to emulate Tom McFarland and doing it horribly. Um, <laughs> so we have them following. Uh, ben manages to catch him. Then, then Spider-Side cuts cuts the web
4: line and falls to his death. But She says the jackal must die. The jackal must die. As he cuts his own – As he cuts his own web line, yeah.
1: Ah, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Then we have the jackal uh, <laughs> with this big, you know, he's helping, Ben's helping him back up. In the, and then all of a sudden the jackal pulls up like this giant, giant pistol gun thing. And then, of course, we have a web ball. That's right, a web ball. <laughs> that knocks yeah. the gun out of his hand. And we have Peter and Gwen uh, clone show up. In a bad version of this part of the artwork is, is like a bad version between Ditko and McFarlane. Um, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. The, the, and then we have a new artist on the next page. Um, <laughs> I think it was the same artist that did the Jackal Files, which was really not that good of artwork. And we've got you know them going after the bomb. Uh, Ben and Jackal fighting each other, and then Jackal pokes him in the nose. Um, <laughs> ben joins in, uh, Gimpy, gimpy Lim and all, uh, which he hasn't complained about in enough pages. Hang on, it'll be in the next page. Uh, ben <laughs> then Ben and Peter web him to the wall. Um, then Jackal's like, well, I can explain everything. How the, uh, He actually references that awful um, retcon that Gary Conway did uh, with the Gwyn clones and then all of a sudden the uh, but suddenly as the as the as Ben and Peter are working on trying to defuse the bomb the little jacks are back and they well <laughs> untie the uh, <laughs> the jackal <laughs> and it's 5 minutes and 8 seconds and before this this Karen virus the same this, we finally get to that point that plot point where this bomb's going to explode over New York City and kill everybody but the clones um And then of course, again I I mentioned that we hadn't mentioned the ankle. He's like, careful of the ankle. Keep keep forgetting about it and bounding it like like normal.
3: (laughs) Okay, so you
1: you, wait. Remember, uh, Ben has this gimpy ankle. Um, And then of course they they were able to using the spider senses. He uh, yanks the right cords. And then Peter removes the carrying virus out of the the canister out of there. Then we get a, a full page splash oh, God. of of Gwen with her wavy long hair blowing in the wind <laughs> and Jack's giant. I remember how I said it was a pistol. It's more like a shotgun, a sawed off shotgun, but all computer. And uh, <laughs> I thought you. And then he's like, I'm the real Miles Warren, at least. I was, and since you and I were... And since you married my clone, I thought you'd love me, too. (laughs) Anyway. And then, uh... uh, It gets better, it gets better. (laughs) She's like, you know what? You're gonna pay, and she's gonna, like, blow his brains out, and she's like, get back, spiders, if you move any closer. And then she's like, seriously. And then Mary Jane shows up. Oh, yes. (laughs) Mary Jane shows up. And she's she's like, um... uh (laughs) Uh-oh... And then Peter's like,
5: "Mary Jane," because we <laughs> have
1: time, um, <laughs> because of the distraction. Uh, Jackal pushes pushes um, Went off Gwen the, off the off the ledge to where he's hanging on by the by this random pole that's just there. Uh, Jackal gets the gun back, uh, and the two the two Spider Men are like, they're all thinking, "I think this is." I don't know whose dialogue this is, but it's, it's, there's caption boxes. They're all thinking, it's happening again, just like when the original Gwen plunged to her death off the Br- George Washington Bridge. This time it happens so quickly that, despite everyone's efforts to save her, as if they were moving through molasses. Okay. <laughs> Finally, Ben's like, I'll shoot out a web line. Out of webbing? I forgot. And then Mary Jane throws a web shooter to Ben. And he's like, Tch-tch, and Tch-tch. He's loading a gun. Yeah, he's like, like he's loading a gun, and then... uh." And then Jack goes <laughs> Spider Man failed the first time. I won't let it happen again. I'll save her. Gwen, dear, give me your hand. No, no, stay back. It won't hold your way too. No Still grogging from the punch of the jackals. I missed him. I've got Gwen. Don't oh, don't let me fall. I did it for you, Gwen. All for you. And so when the dream ends, the nightmare begins. I tried to save him. I really did. Mary Jane Parker can't can't look despite herself, despite her relief that their nightmare is over. But Peter, Spider-Man, looks says, as he heard the last words of the Jackal, and a deep, disturbing chill rains up and rain, races up his spine. It's almost as if he wanted to die. And then we have a full splash page of, of the Jackal, and then we get a new artist. No <laughs> <laughs> after a little bit of disposition, Ben grabs the bomb, which is I guess fixing to go off because uh, it reactivated itself magically. <laughs> ben, ben grabs it, grabs the bomb, and races towards the East River to where he finally gets rid of it and throws it. He's about to make the greatest toss of his life. Is he gonna make it? I don't know, boom. Um Some sexy ben. ben Hey, guess what? Another artist. <laughs> The last artist was Mark Bagley. The next artist is Tom Lyle. He's turning back. And, um, Scarlet Spider returns. He's like, Oh, I don't think Ben made it, but, uh, oh, don't think I made it. Hey, oh, ye of little faith, Ben. Well, Gwen says that in hushed tones, and then, <laughs> uh, Peter's like, Scarlet! So they, they talk – the police show up, and they're like, oh, yeah, we got the jack in the containment pod, and we've got the sm- steaming pile of mess of goo that's uh, Spider-Side. Because, he, remember, he fell to his death. Uh, Jonah makes uh, some sort of, you know, remark about, oh, it's bad enough having one Spider-Man is to wreck the havoc, wreak havoc in this city. And then Robbie's like, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <there's laughs> the dialogue, I'm not kidding. Uh, then we get um, Gwen the Gwen clone. Yes, the Gwen clone. Runs away off into the night. And Peter's like, Gwen? I just noticed Gwen It's gone. How could she have disappeared so quickly? Oh, because there's a sea of people? I don't know. And then we get a little pillow talk between Peter and, and Mary Jane. A long overdue talk. Um, and then Peter magically is like, oh, but uh, I love I love what we're going to do, but uh, i got to go um, put my costume on and go talk to Ben. And that's how the issue ends, because Ben, apparently off panel, steals a baseball glove. <laughs> <laughs> i right stole stolen this baseball glove. He's like, I've stolen my own glove. My glove. I should be I should be Peter Parker. I should be Spider Man. I have to be Peter again. Is that what I really want now? And then Peter shows up and is like, We need to talk. And that's how the issue ends. <laughs> In the first chapter one of Exiled, which we will cover next month, yes, to be continued. Uh, okay. Let me read to you some of the comments that Danny Fingers made concerning this particular – Will, they, will, will thing.
4: they be bleeped?
1: Um, no, I don't think they're going to be bleeped. Um, okay. Because this issue, to put it mildly, was a disaster. Gee, really? <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, it was originally supposed to be an issue of Spider-Man Unlimited, which would have made a lot of sense. As such, it was going to be written by that title's regular writer, Tom Lyle. Oh, yeah. There was already a degree of concern among some of us that Lyle was perhaps too inexperienced to handle the conclusion of Maximum Clonage and of the entire clone saga. The issue became a big Chromium. Chromium covered all the bells and whistles of Omega One Shot. It became a matter of great concern. We are going to be charging four ninety five. Think about that for a second. We don't even charge four ninety five today. Four ninety five back then is like five times the amount of <laughs> money that you were gonna be getting we going to be charging 4.95 for this comic. This is going to be the culmination of a very long storyline. It was going to be a very important issue for us. Simply put, it had to be good. It had to be satisfying. It had to be worth the price that we were charging for it. An assignment like this would have been a daunting task even for the most seasoned of Spider-Man writers. And the fact of the matter was that Tom Lyle was still an inexperienced writer and needed a lot more time to better develop his writing skills before he'd be ready to tackle a project of this magnitude. Some of the editorial staff And it would be inappropriate for him to mention the other people involved, but he would—he says he was one of them. Strongly suggested to Bob that he would—he would have someone else, presumably one of the other writers, write the Omega issue. Bob seemed to agree with this philosophically, but ultimately he just couldn't bring himself to take Lyle off the book. Perhaps it was because he didn't want to undermine the plans that had been put in place by Spider-Man group editor Danny Fingeroff. Ironically. Danny was either already gone from Marvel or on his way out the door when all this was going on. Danny found out he was found that he did not enjoy working within the post-Marvelution edit- editorial structure and decided to move on. Like Terry Kavanoff, Danny would not be around to see the Clone Saga come to an end. Regardless, Bielinski was still unwilling to rock the boat for this in this instant and caught Tom while in place. Bob and Danny Danny would later share the editor's credit for the Omega issue. So you were right, Gerard. He does explain that that uh, uh, Finger Off was on, was on his way out. Oh yeah, you were right. To put it sim- simply and as delicately as possible, Tom Lyle was just not up to the task as writing this issue. Gee, really? <laughs> Bob came to realize this pretty quickly. The issue went through endless amount of re- uh, rewrites, and I recall Bob ended up rewriting a lot of it himself. But since Bob didn't have a whole lot of experience with Spider-Man, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just humorous to me. This wasn't exactly a great solution either. I'm sure Eric Fine and Mark Bernardardo gave their input and tried to improve it to make it flow smoothly. But there's no escape the fact that a comic book, a good comic book at least, can't be written by a committee. Can I put that in big bold letters?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about?
1: Because honestly, I hate to bring this up again. But that's the exact problem that was one more day. Just saying, I don't think Tom Brevoort, <laughs> God, I don't think <laughs> Tom Brevoort and I were too heavily involved in this issue, but we were certainly aware of what's going on. <laughs> Here he goes, oh, and the fact there were four pencilers and five inkers on this book didn't help matters any at all. Okay, can I uh, can I copy paste this to uh, to Brevoort for the killer? Sandwich that was a one more day part four. Just saying. Even the mo- biggest Apollo like day yeah, that story sucked. Um. <laughs> and like and Glenn's talking about the uh, the it, how did Jackal came to this world domination replace all humans with clone scheme because it kind of just came out of left field which is true. Um. They started building this up like a month before. Mm, this is something that they have been wanting to do. <laughs> <laughs> By the
5: way. Mm
1: -hmm. by the way this was something that i had kind of i was thinking up when i was on my you know drugs that i was taking when i was (laughs) (laughs) when
4: i was on (laughs) drugs i was doing this oh yeah anyway
1: uh and and then glenn was like after the uh after he falls to his death he goes the jackal was so ruined as a character by this point that he can now only be considered damaged goods i sincerely believe it will be a very long time before we ever see him again if we indeed ever do
4: this is the last appearance of miles Warren right
1: this is this the last appearance of Miles Warren at well he does make a cameo in Time Bomb um but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah he does make a cameo in in, in Time Bomb but
4: uh time after, after, after time
1: after Time Bomb he does not make an appearance so um on panel he's referenced several times uh obviously because the disposition of the day but uh this is the last on panel appearance of the Jackal and he was seen in an issue of a, uh, like a Punisher miniseries a couple years ago, but we don't know if that was actually the Punisher. Just saying. So, another thing he comments on is the uh, Gwen clone leaving. And, but after rewrite, and rewrite went by of the Omega issue with no resolution of the Gwen clone. I distinctly remember asking Bobby Alensky point blank. So this is is the Gwen clone going to be killed off in this thing or not? Kept being told, yeah, 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 that's gonna be in, and I wasn't, I couldn't believe it. She just takes off again for parts unknown in the midst of all the chaos. And at this day, I'm not sure why that happened. I
3: do think anybody. Um, That was her last appearance, right? That
1: is her her last appearance was when she just wanders off. Wanders off, and then after after they finished the uh, the the recap, because the way they structure it, he kind of cuts in on the recaps. He goes, and so you get to the end of the issue and find out it's still not over. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think Glenn's comments really sum up how much of a failure this issue was. Number one, the th- th- things you have going against it. Tom Lyle is writing this issue. I'm sorry, Bob You had no balls. <laughs> Uh, I, I I I'm dead serious when I say this. You have no. You, you, you he had no backbone at all. You knew this was supposed to be the cum- cumulation of everything you've been working for the past year and a half. This was supposed to be the big wrap-up story, and you number one let a rookie writer not only write. Uh, script three parts of this of this of this story. You let the, a rook, uh even more inexperienced writer, write the final chapter. A guy who, um, who was busy, uh, um, who should have been busy doing artwork for this title, instead he's doing he's doing the writing. I mean, I I, I don't want to rock the boat. Screw that. The, you have no backbone, sir. I'm sorry. You had no backbone at this time. I don't know if you'd have backbone now, and that's fine and dandy. If you have backbone now, that's great. But you had (laughs) backbone back then, and it's horrible. The one thing, though, you leave this one dangling plot thread. This was was in a classic case of, okay, we're extending this out another month because we're going to do an entire story called Exiled where we're going to reveal who the real Spider-Man is. Oh, wait, we're not. Um... (laughs) It, it, this the, the padding of this story, I, I can see why Demetrius left. But, okay, let's get to the artwork first of all. And I mentioned in the recap, you have a mixture of a poor man's Tom McFarlane, a poor man's Eric Larson, and a poor man's Dicko All added into this cartoony bullcrap artwork that you that they stuck in. And then they stick in the regular amazing artist and the regular um, Spider-Man artist because... They can get issues out. you know. They can get paid. They're, they're machines. Okay, let's just face it. The scene transitions didn't make any sense. It was just one big mess of a crabby story. I thumbed through it when I was – I knew it was bad, and I, I, I've read it before. But I, when I sat down to review this, the amount of failure that's in this story can't even be described. This is by far, far and away, the worst book of the poem saga. Okay, far and away. The Worst Book of the Clone Saga. It's not even good to look at. The story makes no sense. And it's just... Gerard.
3: <laughs> what's your it's thoughts? Like so like giving it an N8, right?
1: No, I'm giving this an F-. No <laughs> G? I'm not going to... A G is not technically a grade. An F- is a grade. No, is it isn't. <laughs> you know what? In fact, I'll give it an I. I'll give it an I for <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this an eye for incomplete, because you know what? It didn't complete the stupid story.
4: <laughs> a shotgun and ran it up <laughs> and pull the trigger. Give me an I! Boom!
1: Incomplete. This is the worst hodgepodge work of a story I've ever seen. This is failure upon epic levels.
4: It's over 9,000.
3: Yeah. Oh, man, this is this issue. Whew. This is just a, a steaming pile of diarrhea doo to ass fudge. I mean, this makes no sense at all. I mean, the artwork is bad, as we already said. And I know you're going to like this one, Don, but how many artists worked on this one? Over 9,000! <laughs> uh, Where is that from? Oh, that's Maybe a dragon. I don't, I don't even care for the cartoon, I just love the one. Um, <laughs> there are four pencilers, and there are five inkers.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: That uh, that's a lot of dudes, and if you're gonna if you're gonna try to get an issue cohesive, I mean you get, you better hope those four guys can mesh together well. And that oh no 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 that doesn't happen here. They got four of, I mean all right Bagley is great, but this is Bagley like you know turning in pages right against the deadline as fast as he can. Yeah. So so this isn't Bagley's good work. Tom Lyle is. Busy, quote unquote, writing the story, <laughs> and like, like a doofus, I'm sitting here air quoting like people can see me, but you get the idea. And so he he rushes in a couple of pages that look pretty terrible too, but the mo- the majority of the issue. Is oh, by-
1: I will I will disagree with that. I thought the uh, I thought the the splash page of, of Ben or Peter riding off to go meet Ben. I thought that was a good that was a good particular image. I actually that that was that was one particularly good
3: part of the artwork. But the rest of the artwork just brought this. <laughs> God, I know the the two artists that did the bulk of the work are atrocious. I mean, I can't even begin to describe how bad this art. Like you know, this is a, uh, obviously an audio podcast. You know, we can't like show people what the book oh, looks.
1: What well, like. we well, well, we'll do, what I'll end up doing probably eventually is when we do, we do when we do mem- like Spy- uh, Clone Saga Memories. I'm going to have to post a couple of pages of the artwork from this issue just to show you how bad this issue is.
3: Please, please do it because <laughs> it starts with the it starts with the cover, okay? Yeah, the cover is absolute crap. This is oh the graphics
1: cover. Oh, my God. What is this? You have, you have um, a Hulk-tacular spider side on the back, and then you got uh, – I think you have – yeah, you have uh, – uh, ben on the back too, don't you? And then you have Peter and the Jackal on the front, and it, yeah, this is just oh my god. I mean, if you're gonna chromianize any artwork, why didn't you get Bagley to do an art piece of art, or or better yet, get Buscema without Sinkevich?
4: This is supposed to be such a big deal. They usually go to John Romita Senior for like the big ones. Oh yeah, it, you 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 wouldn't want John Romita Senior's name sullied by this story, but. On the cover, you he would have done good.
1: You, you already had Mark Bagley's name sullied and Tom Lyle, well... You did? Yeah. yeah but to God, Tom Lyle. Never, ever write again, Tom. Ever. <laughs> you, 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 were no, you were disqualified.
4: He's, he's retired, so you don't have worry about that. Oh,
1: Lord. He's teaching art classes, which is cool. But, good God.
3: <laughs> Continue. But, alright. But, you know what really... I mean, okay... I didn't apply this issue when it first came out, okay? I don't think that's really, I don't think I'm really to disperc- be my name or anything like that, okay? But this book was $4.95. Just for comparison, all the other issues this month, not counting the alpha, which was also, I think, $4.95. The other issues, other issues are a buck fifty each. So you're charging people more than three times cover price for this book. It had better be, like, something decent. And it is not. <laughs> I mean, like, all right, look, I get mad nowadays when I pay a buck extra and the book is is, is kind of, like, crappy. Like, even if, if – unless it's something really good, if I'm paying a buck extra, I, I expect it to be better. This is, like, you know, this is – Three times. Yeah, one. it
1: was it was 4.95. <laughs> $4. $4. If you look on the door, it's it's right by the uh, the UPC. <laughs> yeah, 4.95. It was back then. So so to get the full story, you paid uh, six dollars for the main core books. You paid you paid sixteen dollars. Sixteen dollars to get the full story.
3: And, and on top of that, it's not even really a full story, because the end is open-ended. Because yeah. they still haven't decided who's going to be Spider-Man. The Gwen clone walked off, never to be seen again. Yeah, that's the, that, like, the Jack, the Jack was supposedly dead. Yeah. Which, by the way, that scene of him on the ground, he's not on the ground. Did you know? I mean, I'm looking at it. It The way it's
4: drawn. Oh, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> about
3: two inches above the ground. That's a crap art. And then, that. <laughs> I haven't even started talking about the story yet. And I know I'm rambling at this point, but I'm the blood is starting to boil. Okay, you got you got to give me a little rant here. He goes, the jackal goes with his little bomb or whatever the hell that thing is to the Daily Bugle. Okay, why in the love of hell is he at the Daily Bugle? is <laughs> where you could distribute some sort of like chemical bomb throughout the city. You're going to pick some random newspaper building that isn't even the tallest building in its own neighborhood, let alone the tallest building in New York. Why isn't he in, like, Times Square? Well, didn't he say that he was going
4: to the Daily just specifically to dick around with Peter? Okay. Wasn't that a line of dialogue?
3: (sighs) Oh, right, because Peter never has anything to do with any other parts of the city, right? I mean, like, oh, come on. that, that no. I don't care if they explained it that way. No, that's dumb. It doesn't make sense. It's just a contrived plot point to just randomly put the Daily Bugle into the story like they always try to do. Then he <laughs> had a clone army of news reporters, I think, or something like that, delivering. Like, What was the point of that? Did that ever come up again? The whole They're, thing like, rotting he...
4: downstairs in the basement with, like, flies and everything. <laughs>
3: I know. Uh, let me kill all these news people. Cause, you know, I, I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of people nowadays that watch Fox News and wish that they could do that to them. Oh wait.
1: Uh, <laughs> oh wait. If you're gonna insult Fox News, you better you better say mess NBC with Chris Matthews and Keith Oberman on.
4: Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. News in general. Let's, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Pundits. Uh, able networks in general. People with. Okay. this <laughs> issue
3: terribly payed. They have that careless nonsense about the high evolutionary. Remember when he mentioned, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. You, you like, know. You know them. that had to have been um, Glenn Greenberg saying, hey, what about the high evolutionary stuff? <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. Passingly mentioned. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, Anthony Sebra. And that was it. It's like, wait, 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 what did you say? Huh? Did you say that? <laughs> Did you try to correct the continuity error that you guys made by some offhanded line of dialogue that was never? The first written? man I ever murdered. Give oh
1: no! And see, and see, the thing is, is it gets people are like, oh man, we we are dogging on this issue. I guarantee you, in two, in three or four months, uh, we will be getting to an issue that makes absolute almost as much sense as this one does.
4: You, no, 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 no! Don't tell me that, man.
1: Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. Serious. Seriously, seriously, um, the retcon to retcon that whole high evolutionary thing—it <laughs> is is just absurd. Um, written by our very own Glenn Greenberg, by the way. <laughs> Scarlet Spider Unlimited, issue number one.
3: Oh, god! You know, can, can we, can we, Zach? I'm gonna ask you. As a human being, as a friend, can we please just skip to the part where Ben becomes Spider-Man? I really don't. I don't want to read the rest of this. With
4: great I mean, like, power, comes to...
3: No,
5: no, no, no. There's
3: only so much garbage I can take reading, and this is, this is at that the point. <laughs>
1: okay, now, here's what, what we're like, going to do. I, I, I'll, I'll explain to you what we're going to do. We're going to cover one episode. One episode, we're going to cover the two months of the Scarlet Spider issues, and we're not going to go issue by issue. We're going to describe the entire plot and then say, okay, this is our thoughts, which is going to probably be a lot of fail, too. Um, But what we're going to do, we're going to do both months of Scarlet Spider. uh, They don't have (laughs) – Yeah. yeah. Um, So the Scarlet Spider books are going to be done in one episode, one episode only, and then we're moving on. I figured, what I figured, what I was thinking about doing, if we didn't do uh, Lost Years before then, was doing Lost Years right after that to cleanse the palate.
3: <laughs> please, please, please. It's, so it's so good. Sweet. I mean, I'm reviewing Amazing Spider-Man for Crawl Space, so between Shed, Grim Hunt, Omit, Maximum Clonage, The Scarlet Spider Book, time, but this is the kind of thing that makes people just want to tie a rope to their ceiling and kick a chair or something like that. Yeah, God <laughs> damn, can we please get to something good. Please. Um,
1: uh, yeah, we, we will get to something good pretty soon. I, I, God. Oh.
3: Yeah, and if I didn't say it already, this book gets an F. Okay? <laughs> I can't repeat <laughs> the words I want to substitute. <laughs> but use your
4: imagination. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> this is... The very first Spider Man issue I ever owned. Oh I pity you.
3: I pity you so I
4: much. P- well, we we talked about this a
3: little bit before like the, the thing we started recording, but if you read this as your first Spider Man issue,
4: why in God's name did you continue to read it? <laughs> yeah, why was I a fan of the character? <laughs> it was the KB toys, really. <laughs> The Toy Biz Markings they kind of got me in. Oh,
3: oh, oh those six-inch figures that they used to Toy Biz release in the 90s. Yeah.
4: Jeez. Oh, I got to say, like, I, I, I have explicit memories. Like, reading this brought it all back. Me, like, sitting in church trying to understand, thinking, well, I understand this when I'm older. And then as a cynical old man of 21 laughing, saying, no, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Anyway. Go ahead. Sorry.
4: Um. I, I, it's just, it's like I, I remember I just I remember explicitly like the scene with Mary Jane Gwen and Peter the, and the bad artwork and Ben stopping Ben stopping the bomb at the end. I just remember all that. But going on to the issue itself, or if you could call it an issue, I mean it speaks for itself. The cover is crap. You know, you know one thing I think really drives this piece of crap down is the colors. You guys said that, that like Malibu Comics helped out with the colors, with computer color separations. The colors are like like serious. You it's know, just... it's a, we actually kind of maybe we should
3: actually explain that a little bit, because it, it's kind of misleading the way that they put that in the in the credits. Because basically <laughs> what happened was Marvel bought Malibu, like outright, in the probably I don't know a year before the. Basically, the only reason they bought it, they had no interest in the actual company or their universe or anything like that. They just wanted their printing facilities and their color separation processes that they had. They had like, which was basically at the time like you know advanced technologies and stuff like that. And then they would use the the printing facilities to print some of the books with glossy paper. That's when Marvel started doing that. They they didn't have the capacity to do all that way. So some of the books had glossy, some of them still had newsprint. And then they would use, essentially, they they would use some of their other printing facilities to, like, do, like, um, issues with separated colors as opposed to four colors. So really, it's not anything beyond just being able to print more detailed colors that the colorist himself would still have to do regularly or, or would have to you know, take it upon himself to do and then... It was
4: just a I, don't, print. I don't know any of that. I, I think, I'm the only thing I remember Well, was- and,
1: and the funny thing is, you bring that up. <laughs> that's why they went bankrupt,
4: folks. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> the
1: purchase of Malibu was the single biggest reason why Marvel went bankrupt. Because they paid entirely too much money for Malibu and couldn't sustain the amount of. Between that and the amount of books they were printing and the fact that they just weren't selling.
3: Yeah, well, that's the funny thing. They bought Malibu, so they got the rights to their characters, but they really didn't use them. I think they used them for, like, one of Yeah,
4: Malibu had more of the people who did Men in Black.
3: They own, No, but they owned the Ultraverse, which is, you know, I don't remember if you remember, there was even an Ultra Force cartoon on yeah, it. Was,
4: was that with Prime? Or was that yeah, the-
3: Prime yeah. and uh, those guys, yeah. That was, that was Malibu's Ultraverse, and they never used those guys. I think they used them... I remember, like, maybe a month ago, for whatever our last episode or previous one, they had ads for the event, I think it was called Black September or something like that. Yeah. Where they where they merged the universes, but I don't think they've been used since. They, I remember okay. they put, what was the, oh, God, what was the Masters of Evil guy, the the Black Knight? They put him on, they put him in Ultra Force, I think, as an experiment, and then I guess the book didn't sell, and that was it. They just gave up. <laughs> because you demanded it, boy. They haven't. The, the, well, it's funny because Marvel announced recently they're going to, that since Disney owns CrossGen, or they had bought yeah. CrossGen when that company went out of business, Marvel's actually going to revive CrossGen. And they're going to start printing some of their, or continuing some of those series or whatever and finishing them off. And it's funny because as soon as I heard that, I'm like, huh, I wonder what happens with Ultra, the Ultraverse. Ultraverse, because that's, that's all the same exact thing. But I think somebody asked Quesada about that like a year ago. And I think there's like a legal issue or something like that that prevents them from using it. Man, this is a wild tangent. What the <laughs> we? <I don't> know.
1: <laughs> we could do an entire podcast just on that. But uh, yeah, <laughs> continue on with the. Yeah. uh...
4: <laughs> okay. Um, the coloring sucks. The... This this comic. It's, it's funny because there are comics in Spider-Man that like are just awful, and I I I. I of my own opinion, I will say I'm not a fan of the New Direction of Spider-Man. I thought One More Day was a badly written comic. But to me, it was badly because it resonated with me in the fact that why it was being written. The actual writing itself, I've seen worse. This is a comic where it's just written really, really awfully. And this entire arc just like is soaked with ex- badly, badly um, presented exposition just, Zach was completely right. And there's a Todd McFarlane biter the entire time. But it just gets worse because like it's like when certain poses for Spider-Man Scarlet Spider, the situation, like, you, you, you can imagine why what's going through their heads when they pose when they're web-swinging in certain ways. And it's like, why would they be, like, like taking the 30 seconds it takes to, like, make a complicated pose when they're trying to bomb? Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just so stupid. A, a basement full of corpses while they're being replaced with clones. Dumb. The jackal with, with huge-ass ears, dumb. Why is there inconsistency? Why 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 does the Squire disappear after he takes away the, the, the <laughs> jackal gun instead of help his boy uh, Spider-Side after Spider-Side gets killed? <laughs> yeah, and I almost Gwen...
1: forgot about that part. I forgot to put that in the, uh, in the rundown. But, yeah, <laughs> Squire just disappears.
4: Like, 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 oh, Gwen Stacy's there. Okay, here's a, here's a question. Why does Gwen Stacy dress like her clones? If this is a clone that doesn't degenerate, who's never even seen the other clones, I don't even think she knows that she has other clones. Why does she have the same clothes? She doesn't have the clothes when Peter picked her up in the last issue. Why is she dressed like that?
3: Stan- standard issue Miles Warren clothes. He just gives them out to everybody.
4: <laughs> yeah, Cleavage enhancing clothes with, with, with tight short with vinyl leather skirt. Her poses are so pathetically bad because it's the 1990s. So <laughs> yeah. It's just awful. The, the, oh, page sixteen. Mary Jane decides no more helpless bystander. Mary Jane, her face is like like two seconds away from being Alf from, from the from the eighties show. Hey, hey, hey! Gordon Shumway is awesome. <laughs> Spider side, he cuts his own web line and says, "Kill the Squire." Why? Why does he commit suicide? No reason. He didn't why, kill why, the
1: Squire. He said, kill the jackal."
4: Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kill kill the jackal for me. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Mayday from a view to a kill. <laughs> okay, yeah, the gun, the gun looks like a gun from the 1990 Spider-Man show when they couldn't show guns. It looks like a cable gun that would never exist. <laughs> the panel where Gwen Stacy bangs on Jekyll's, Jekyll's chest, this is like something that, that Dan DeCarlo would draw in an Archie comic book. It, I actually think that there's, there's somebody from Luke Ross in this. I don't think Luke, Luke Ross didn't draw this, but there's some panels where it kind of looks like Luke Ross artwork in the 90s, but that's besides the point. The, the worst part of the issue for me is Gwen Stacy with a gun. The first panel. Oh,
1: are it, you? Are No, 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 no.
4: No, no, no. To me, to me, that's like it's. It's not insulting as bad, but it's just so god awfully stupid. Just the the image of her with a gun is so bad with bad art. And then the next page, she's posing like a supermodel, which is like, get back spiders. It, it's just so. Sh- I I can't take it, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: when when she said get back spiders, I was thinking. So when did Black Cat show up?
4: I, it's, it's like like we're supposed to give a damn about Gwen Stacy in any form. Oh, she has a gun now. Now we're supposed to take it. Oh no! And then when when Greco pushes off the building before he actually changes his mind and decides to save her, she looks like a cardboard cutout. There's no dimensionality to her at all. Oh
1: dude, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like the is whole worst, thing, worst, worst. that whole thing where the, there's like a magical pole. Like where the hell did the pole come from?
4: exposition pole. Yeah. Or- or, or convenience pole, and Gerard's right. When, when the jackal's body's on the ground, though, they he crash, His legs bent, but it's bent as though it's, it's like bent upwards, as if he's not even, and he's folding from his own crater. <laughs> this issue sucks. Yeah. It's so awful. Like 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 the, the few panels, the few pages of badly, and even Tom Miles, a breath of fresh air compared to the art beforehand. It's oh, and everybody's all happy, Jokey. Oh, Jonah, <laughs> he'll never change. <laughs> and then Spider-Man's like, well, you're the best Spider-Man now, Ben Riley. Never mind the fact that I, yeah. I was on the phone 24 hours ago and 2,000 people are now dead. It's a happy ending after all. Yeah. This issue. Yeah. I love how they're like,
1: yeah, you're the best Spider-Man after all. Like, that's not beating you over the head, the fact that they're trying to build up Ben suddenly after six months of or, – or, after, you know, this entire time they've been trying so hard to make Ben his own man. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, but you're the better Spider-Man." So we're gonna tear down Peter. We're gonna deconstruct Peter so that we, we can build Ben up. And I, I, have always hated the fact that people would always say that about the Clone Saga because the, ori- the, the, the original run, before the really up up before the real Clone Saga. Well, well, what I'm talking about is up until 400, they were working very hard to make Ben his own man.
4: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And then, trial of Peter Parker happens, and from trial of Peter Parker to now, they've been just doing everything they can to deconstruct Peter Parker to the point of absurdity. It's like they took a they took a radical left turn in what the Hellsville, and decided to stay there for a while at the hotel. Um, <laughs> it's just a, oh, it was awful. Oh, wow. you know when people talk about the Clone Saga and how bad this is, this brings down almost the entire story. I mean, <laughs> God, I, it, it's like it's like they took they took everything, and this is why it should have been somebody else besides Tom Lyle.
4: Well, I will say I, I will say real quick, not to slag on the writers and artists like every single time. I think the panel with uh, Peter and Mary Jane on the bed, the very last one where Peter says, "Wait," I think that's actually a very beautiful picture of Mary Jane, personally. I gotta say, I, I, I don't... But, but think again, that I was have... Tom
1: Lyle. <laughs> you well, know, you know. No,
4: no, no, well, I actually hate how he draws Mary Jane. I, I kind of said in the past, I really don't like it, because he gives her stupid clothes and stuff, but I thought that was just really nice. And, like, to the test credit, like, they all didn't like it. They all... This, this, was, this was rushed, and this was this was a screw job so they can, you know, get to the status quo they wanted. They didn't like it. They, yeah, you, it's you said it the they didn't like it. But we're talk- as, as the issue itself stands... Picture Freakazoid's emblem, an F with a, 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 an exclamation point right next to it. That is this great – this issue's great. Gigantic F. <laughs> oh,
1: man. God, I need to go wash my mouth out or brush my teeth. Um, <laughs> the bomb you. has
3: ten seconds on it. Let me <sighs> swing it over the top of my head for eight seconds in order to generate it off <laughs> of <up. laughs>
4: And he goes kill, like, 10 feet. Kill, kill Jackal for me! By, let, let me help you by cutting my own line, for, even though it's not across to you. There's, kill Jackal for me!
1: So, so, if you can find this in a, in, a, in a penny bin, I don't think they exist, but if they do, if you find this in the quarter bin, pick it up just for the absurdity of it. Um,
3: <laughs> like Shaq, Fu. you just need to own it. To a,
1: exactly. Um, so the grades are Alpha. I've already given you the grades. This is getting straight Fs from everybody, including, uh, I believe, Jason and Bertoni, Giro- And, and uh, <laughs> I think those guys are going to get the same grade. This was horrible. Jason,
4: oh, I think Jason said right. actually he can give it a Z.
1: No, he said he was going to give it a Z minus. Z. But uh, for the sake of continuity's sake, um, we're going to go with um, F minus. <laughs> so Or an I. I mean, we can do an I. You can say an eye because this was really incomplete. Um,
4: is this our longest episode ever?
3: <laughs>
1: I think this is the longest episode ever officially. Uh, oh, you better
3: episode. cross your fingers and hope it's still recording.
1: I hope so too. This was a very long episode, and I do appreciate everybody's listening. I, I appreciate the emails. We will be reading those emails on the next episode because um, they are they are kind of long. Uh, we have two from uh, Steve J. Riders. The email address is chronicles at gmail.com. Clonesaggerchronicles at gmail.com. All one word. Um, the phone number uh, we will give at the end of the show, when me and Bertoni, because quite
5: frankly, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> right. uh, and of course, uh, you, can leave us, you can like us on Facebook, uh, go to the spam space message board and leave us a message on the the, the spidey.com section you can also leave comments on iTunes as well so you can leave us an iTunes review like us on Facebook we have several different ways of reaching us Uh, we do encourage you to use any and all avenues to reach us so from all of us here at the Clone Saga Chronicles podcast I do wish you good day and uh, come back next time where we review a little bit better of a story (laughs) It
4: does get better. Like this is not the standard.
1: The, no, no, no. This is this is honestly. I I keep talking about the, the 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 jump the shark moment and the jump into the pit of doom. Um, this is where the people's faces melt off. Moment. Um, <laughs> we do have um, to kind of give you a rundown of what's happening next. We do have exiled and web, uh, exiled. Time bomb. Exile was a four part story. Time bomb is a two part story. Three-part story of greatest responsibility, two months worth of Scarlet Spider, and then we go to Ben Riley era, where it starts getting, well, good. There's a couple good issues, I think, between here and there. So I do hope you will come back and uh, join us once again. So thank you all for listening, and uh, it's been another exciting edition of the Boneslayer Comics Podcast, powered by SpideyDude.com
0: angles on a string like slow spinning redemption winding in and winding out the shine of it has caught my eye and roped me in so mesmerizing so hypnotizing i am captivated i am
5: vindicated It's (laughs) Did that.
1: It's now. <laughs> you know what? You can eat me. <laughs> and Zeb Wells can go suck a cat. Yes, I'm <laughs> leaving there. There's no way that's is- making <laughs> it into the You know what? Zeb Wells. Eats.
5: No. No. <laughs> Oh, You're making the dog squeak? <laughs> oh my
3: god, what
5: did you do? <laughs> I, I just got
3: like a thousand terrible images of ways <laughs> to be Squeak, squeak, squeak! Okay, there you <laughs> go.
5: Thank you for the sound effects.
3: You were in Let phone. me explain move
5: on. Anyway, stop laughing while there's a mute.
1: That was ridiculous,
4: and I hope I hope won't I hope
3: that rewarded, oh god, I hope that
4: rewarded. I, I think like, we should all, like, seriously, like, uh... Just start yelling. Like, no, yelling I, I, I well, I can't yell, it's, it's, it's in the middle of a bloody night. Well,
5: well I is. can't either, well, well, actually, I probably
3: can. Alright, <clears throat> But you guys might want to, like, turn down your volume. Alright, you guys
4: safe? Good. WALTER! Walter! I
5: think he's just smooter or something.
4: do we hear him snorting too? Yeah, I think he muted his mic. Here's the thing
5: though, is if he keeps the mic, he's a smooter,
3: I can't don't, don't- I- I'm assuming that Pamela has like an upper limit.
4: Somewhere.
5: This will be seriously jacked. Yeah, but... This was the cursed episode all
4: over. Uh, dude, dude if, if if we didn't get
5: the
1: recording, I'm, I'm going to be very upset. But... <laughs> Hello?
4: I'm watching. He's
3: wearing the wig still. Hey, for the wig! He's yeah. alive! Sorry about that.
4: Did you do with... everything
3: yeah, Everything's recorded. Oh god, thank you.
5: In fact, it's been recorded
3: the whole time, so... Okay, you're a good man. Awesome. We're sleeping in of Yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. You put
2: myself on mute.
3: Well, yeah, you did. This is the
4: second time someone on a podcast I've been on has phones. <laughs>
1: Dude, you actually missed a wild tangent. We started talking about Malibu. And how it like Gerard was
4: awesome. I think this is Jared's he came back with a vengeance on this shit because everything he said was like cracking meal. <laughs>
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, just the sheer absurdity of it. I wish that Bertone would have been here, but I I pulled a Brad Douglas, and I'm like, you know what? I want to get everybody that I can get on, and I just want to get this stupid thing recorded because this is... I love Bertone. Y'all know I love Bertone. I love Bertone. I love know.
5: If we can make this
4: work...